It's all in your head. Have you ever been told that? And it's usually around some pain that you've got that people think is just in your imagination. It's all in your head. But there's another aspect to things being all in your head, which I'd like to talk about today on the Imposter Syndrome podcast as I'm walking in the rain. Why am I walking in the rain? Because it's raining. Why am I recording in the rain? Because I'm getting it out of my head. Because when things are all in your head, that can be a real problem. In a business setting, that can be a problem. In a personal setting, it can be a problem. Because you get swamped with reminders that come at the worst time where you're supposed to be focusing on something else and you think, ah, that's right, I need to do this. (laughs) Or appointments. And you think, ah, I forgot about that. And so part of the problem that I see in a lot of businesses today I was going to say in small businesses, but I actually see it in really big businesses as well, quite to my surprise, is that too much information is in people's heads. They don't get it out of their heads. Everything is solved by asking somebody, you need to speak to this person, or uh, somebody will figure it out. And this is a very labor intensive if you are the person the go-to person for everything that happens so how do you get out of your head (laughs) how do you manage to turn your ideas to stop to turn your ideas into projects into things and to get to stop your, yourself being the bottleneck. And this can happen in business, and it can happen in all kinds of situations. A very simple example, if you are doing all of the cleaning up in your house or all of the cooking, and let's say you've got some children who are not doing any of that, then and that's a problem, it's all going through you. So too, if you have to drive everybody everywhere, (laughs) then that's also a problem because it's all kind of dependent on you. Well, so too, that happens with ideas when, or how things are done, when it's all in your head. Now, creating a to-do list, writing things down, that's certainly a start. It's a very good start. So that way people don't have to nag you or you get these pop-up reminders, these sudden shocking reminders that of things that you forgot to do or meetings that you've, you, you weren't prepared for, that they just turn up. Okay, we want to have a life that's not totally reactive. But there's another, even more subtle aspect about having things all in your head is that it's not just that it makes uh, it makes more stress for you um, and it makes everyone else dependent on you but 
it has it has another aspect as well, uh, which is that it's well. How can I say this? It's a bit selfish. <laughs> what I mean by that is that it's it's keeping you in control. It's keeping you in the place where you are the one that everybody has to turn to. And so, yep, having a to-do list is a great a great uh, start because it gets it out of your head. Recording it on a podcast gets it out of my head, okay? <laughs> and those little things that you can do to start to, being, uh, to be a little bit more generous with your ideas, with your knowledge. And by doing that, by empowering others, then that gives you, it not only frees up time for you, but it gives them a sense of responsibility as well. So the idea here is that instead of thinking it's all in my head and it's got to stay there, how much can I cram in? How many extra hours can I work? I just work harder to get this thing done. Ask yourself, well, can I turn this into a process? Into a process that's not dependent on anybody's head. Yes, of course, people still need to know how to, how to do this process. They still need to know how to, uh, uh, how to do it, hopefully, without you. You don't have to document every single step. But the idea that you are, the, the idea here is that you can give yourself, um, you can, you're really creating, creating a legacy, creating something that is still going, is going to work without you, is going to survive and maybe even thrive without you, take other people's ideas. Um, and so by doing that, by having an, out, an outlet that can get in front of the eyes of others, in front of the eyes of strangers even, then that can really liberate you from being the one who has to be thinking about things stressing about things uh, and the one who has to be asked everything. So get it out of your head. As I've mentioned a few times, the to-do list is a start, but the to-do list is just, here's a list of things that I've got to get through. And it focuses on quantity. But what's much better, much, much more effective is to say, Here's how it's done, let me show you. Here's why we do it this way. Well, what cost possibly could we improve on doing this? Give a simple example. Oh, one of my daughters is working in a pizza shop at the moment. Now, that pizza shop has got a number of processes in it on how they make pizza. And as new staff come on, then they teach them those processes so that it's not all dependent on one person or on the boss who's got to be there to be telling them how to do it or who's got to be uh, actually making the pizzas. 
And if you're in that situation, okay, maybe that will free you up to create better pizzas. Now, maybe you hate pizza, but you can apply this to some other area of your life. Maybe you could write the cookbook. Maybe you could create something that is going to get it out of your head so that others can benefit from what's currently in your head.